With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Familiar, but it's it's a different platform <laughs> we got on today. Yeah, notice yeah. The, notice the logo. Look at the basketball floor. Uh, we're not even going to say the the other show's name, even though we that that's our baby too. But welcome the post game podcast where we are talking Pistons basketball, false and. It seems like we were just here yesterday. Hey, just got that feeling. We working, we working, we working. It's the Motor City, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. That's what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. We talk football, we talk basketball. But today, we are focusing, our podcast, uh, post-game podcast, is exactly what it says. It's, uh, it's a double entendre. We are in the post. We are talking basketball. Um and we talking Pistons. And Foster, I'm glad you're on this platform with me again. I hope I'm not burning you out with this stuff, man. Pause if ap- applicable. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I, I want to. But we're talking basketball. And I just got a couple questions, man, because 
it's a different feel when we talking Pistons basketball. We talk Lions, and we knew there's a different aura and feel about Detroit bat Detroit football, the Lions, in comparison to the Pistons basketball. Like there's a feeling of optimism with the Lions that's just not as prevalent here with the Pistons. Am, 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 I, am I wrong or oh, yeah, do you no, understand I what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I, there, I think there is a, a tad bit of optimism just because we've had a couple solid drafts the last couple of years. Um, the return of Cade Cunningham, of course, is, is, is highly anticipated because he didn't really play last year. Um, but, I mean, if we're comparing contrast, of course, it was kind of playoff or bust as far as the Lions is concerned and, and the Pistons. There's some question marks there. It's really tough to say because um, it's turning around a team in the NBA is a little tougher than the NFL. I mean, play a lot more games. Well, I've been watching the games with you on a regular uh, for the past few years. If we're and if if we're not uh, watching it together, yeah. we're inboxing and 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 as we watch it at the same time. So, right, it's like. For a while, for me, it was like we got a good, we got some good people, but maybe it's like last year. I came to the conclusion that maybe we need a change in direction as far as coaching. Yeah, yeah, the writing was on. The and then Kay got hurt. Kay got hurt early, but even before that, like near the end of the season, before Cade got hurt, his rookie season, I was saying, "Hey, I'm thinking we might need a change of direction as far as coaching." and development. Um, and we got that this year. We got a new coach. Uh, I can't remember his name. Tell me the coach. Monty, Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Um, doing two podcasts and all these names. But uh, we got Monty Williams. He coached at Phoenix. Uh, got, got a little younger with the coach. Uh, I think he's more relatable with with the youth um Kate is definitely back and I just want to ask Foster what are we missing what what do the Pistons have and what are we missing to be taken serious um a defensive identity is the one that jumps out at me I just feel like in the personnel, I wouldn't say it's all the way there, but I think that defensively we need some type of identity. I mean, we 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 went in and drafted a, a athletic wing, which is what we direly needed it so bad. And of course, we got Isaiah Stewart, who is he's like he's like the heart and soul of our defense right now. And, and you're not going to say his nickname. You're not going to say his nickname. No, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, of course, Jalen and then Jalen Dern, who, who's very, very young, and he's he's getting there. You know, the, the physical gifts are there, but, you know, it's it's tough to say. I mean, he was the youngest player in the entire league last year. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot to ask for you to be to just take over the reins of the, you know, rim protector um, at the age of 17 in the NBA. So. Um, yeah, defense, defense is, um, is, is a big one. And of course, you know, we didn't have Cade last year, so we didn't have our primary 
ball handler and star. So, um, so yeah. Okay. So, my thing is, there's something missing, and without Kate playing last year, it, it just made it that much worse. Yeah. But there's something definitely missing. You have, uh, I think, the biggest problem to begin in the se- to be- was the the biggest question at the beginning of the season last year was outside scoring. And I wondered how could that be with you have K and Bogey. Well, we didn't really have K, but yeah. And then, then uh, this is before I'm talking about at the beginning of the like, season. Oh, we're getting the air, yeah, yeah. Then you lose K. Then you lose K. Now you have <clears throat> Bogey, and he's doing his thing. But outside of that, you needed some outside shooting, and I was hoping, praying, that Mister Hayes would develop at least uh, 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 I don't want to say I don't know the word at least a respectable outside shot yeah he's made some strides because you can tell after his rookie season his confidence was gone he wasn't even trying to shoot Mm -hmm. but uh, he had some flashes last year where he he was shooting the ball pretty well, and then he had some games where it's like, oh, come on, bro. I mean, one thing I will say is that it, as far as what we needed, I just think that we weren't a talent. I just don't think, especially once we dwindled down with the injuries, I just don't think we had much talent. I mean, we had guys like, I mean, Killian was our starting point guard. He was playing alongside Jaden Ivey by the end of the year. Um, we had Corey Joseph logging a lot of minutes. We had... <laughs> You no, know, no, not yeah. Corey, because Corey did his thing when he when he was called upon. Like he's not going to, he did. he's not going to be the prolific point guard, but he's he can spell your 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 point guard when needed, and you don't you, you don't lose a game for it. I, I think that he's in a great situation right now. He's playing behind Curry and Paul and Chris Paul. I think that in spot in spotty minutes on a spot team like minutes. that, I, I think that yeah. he. Can but uh, but on but getting serious minutes on on a team that's already not very uh, that that's very young and not super talented. I I mean I I think that one thing I can say is that when you look at who 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 we lost and who we brought in, I feel like we immediately improved in that regard. And of course, we know we're gonna talk about who we got coming in. Okay. So do we want to talk about the rosters now, current rosters, or yeah, we can yeah, we can definitely get into it, talk about, you know, some rotations, some guys that might be on the outside looking in right now. Um yeah. And I I hate to ask you on the spot, but do you have a current roster with you? I do. I do. Okay. Run down the current roster. What we got? Okay, so um you talking about the depth chart or just who who I feel my just the entire roster and then we'll break down the depth chart after that. Okay, so um we got Kate, yeah, Kate Cunningham, of course. We got Jaden Ivey. Um, we got uh Bogey, Asar Thompson, uh Stewart, Duran, Wiseman, Morris, Burks, Bagley. 
Livers, Sasser, Killian Hayes, and Joe Harris. It doesn't sound like a bad roster. It actually sounds pretty good. Young, but it sounds like a good roster. Um, Not going to go out on a limb and say championship roster or a high playoff roster or even a playoff roster, but it's a good start. The problem is we've been trying to have a good start for about five years. (laughs) So, uh, Let's get into the depth chart. Now, I have my personal starters. Pretty sure you have yours. What does it say as far as depth chart? Okay. So we got so we got Kate Cunningham and Jaden Ivey at the the guard. You can interchange it however way you want to slice it. Um, They have. They have Asar Thompson at the three, uh, mm-hmm. Boyan Bogdanovich at, at the right, at the power four, and Jalen Dern at the five. That is the starting five, according to ESPN. That is not a bad starting five. Not it's bad. a very young starting five. But the problem I see with that mm-hmm. is – well, I'm old school. So bogey at your four is not ideal for me. <laughs> That's the word I was going to use. He's not an ideal yeah. four. I think he's more like a three. I don't want it's him at cra- four. Yeah, what's crazy is that I think defensively you can't win there because like a three is like Kevin Durant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that you're good. You're just going to have to deal with the fact that whoever he guards is going to, is going to get busy. Um, at the four, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the yeah. four, he's done. I mean, if my thing is as a, as a three, you can get more help. You can get more help defensively at a three. That's your wing player. You keep him out of the plane paint double uh without I don't know man it's I think you, I think do you put um do you put him at the three and Asar at the four or does Asar come off the bench I mean that's the that's where it gets tricky well to be honest my starting lineup has during Dur- at center mm-hmm. uh Stewart at the power forward I saw Thompson at the small. Cade Ivey. And you bring in Bogey off the bench. And you know what's crazy? They they talked about that. I can't even remember what podcast I was watching, but they said that Bogdanovich has not come off the bench since Indiana. Like even in Utah, because we because I feel like that possibility was thrown out um somewhat, but he's pretty much always been always been a starter as long as he's played outside of early in his career. Um, I do. But it's I, I, possible. I, I, I agree. I have no problem with anybody having an issue with not starting, but if I'm going to play you a bunch of minutes, it shouldn't really matter. 
Yeah, like, yeah it's, all, it's all about how if, who closes the game, of course. If Thompson's not ready, then you have Bogey at your three. I'm willing. That's I'm it. willing. I'm willing to bring uh, Thompson along slowly, have Bogey at the three, and just. I think, defensively, you're just going to have to suffer for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather either, either have way. you suffer at the three than suffer at the four. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because we're talking points in the paint and we're talking rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Your three in today's NBA doesn't get a lot of boards. It's usually your power forward and center that's getting yeah. this, that's, that's cleaning the glass. And if he's getting killed there, you can also, you know, move him around defensively. But because yeah. that's true, um, yeah, because he's not gonna get many rebounds. That's the, I mean, Asar is is going to hopefully cover cover him in that um, aspect of things. But yeah, his uh, his rebounding is not good. But he does average twenty points a game and at, at, at a very high efficient rate. You know, so and I'm I'm gonna tell you something, Foster. Like what's what's I was very very high on a player and. I think he's running out of time okay. here in Detroit. And there's three players that I feel like that are running out of time, but I was very, very high on Marvin Bagley. Okay. I yeah. see him starting to disappear on the depth chart. Remember when we got him, I was like, that's a great pickup. And, and last year I was like, he needs to start. And now he's he's it seems like he's moving further in the, the depth chart. And it's like, once you get Wiseman and you get the emergence of Duran, I understand it, but I was hoping, just hoping that Bagley would just, you know, say, okay, and fight and earn, you know what I'm saying, earn playing minutes. You know what I'm saying? Because you want Wiseman to work out. You do. You hope he hit the second chance for him, gives him a chance and gives him a uh some kind of motivation to uh, be a, I mean, be considered a starter or be six man. But I've been hoping that Bagley turns it around and cause I was very high on him. And then the other two people I think are running out of chances are Killian Hayes and livers. Yeah. Yeah. I, See, I think, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the only thing, the only saving grace that Livers has is that he does service a need that we don't have a lot of. And that's versatile defenders at that wing power mm -hmm. forward area. Um, and mm -hmm. he can shoot. So I feel like, although. Allegedly. You know, he, he can shot, shoot allegedly. He shot okay. His, he shot okay. His, he just, we uh, he just we wanted his shooting. To be effective, we knew he could shoot coming in, but he he hasn't quite had that that though he hasn't shown that he's that dependable shooter. We know he can. Yeah. It just he need this year. He needs. I think these are players. Those three that I mentioned. Uh, I think Killian's going to be on the first train smoking as soon as they get an offer for him. Hmm. Um, with because of the roster moves, because the emergence of Ivy, the uh, healthy Cade, you bring in Monty Morris. I just don't think that 
he'll be here. I don't think he'll in and be here. I just don't. Yeah. And and you drafted uh, uh, another guard out of out of Houston, right? Yes, yeah, you drafted Sasser. I just think that's just. And then you got um, what's my man name? Morris. From the Knicks, or uh, from the Knicks last year. Burks. You got Alec Burke. Yeah. I just don't think it's an it's not enough basketballs in the gym. I think he got this, to go. I think Sasser starts the year on in the G League because there's just so many. We didn't even mention Monty Morris. Like that's just that's your starting backup point guard, regardless of what happens. I'm feeling like mm-hmm. he's definitely gonna be the backup uh backup point guard. Um you pencil in Burks at the two, and then you still got you still got Joe Harris. Who we traded for last year? So, hey um, man, you didn't mention him, did you? Nah, nah, yeah, he, nah, he's. I mean, essentially, he's at the end of the, he's at the end of the rotation when it's all when you really look at it. You know? Hey man, we got a good roster, man. We have yeah. some, we have something to work with. Because you didn't mention Harris when you said that. I forget all about him. And oh, we in know the in the list, yeah. I may not have. Yeah. I think, yeah. And we know he can shoot. Right. That's his that's his MO. Yeah, that's it. He's gonna get torched <laughs> defensively, but yeah. if you if you can score 30 and and give up 25, I mean that's it what is I'm worried what it about is. is because we have a lot of guys that you look at it and say they can shoot, but can they get in front of anybody? Like it's you you really you really got I mean, Cade is is serviceable. Um Thompson, you know, he's young, so it's it's really tough to say, you know, how much playing time he's going to get. But past livers, I mean, we don't have a lot of guys that that defend. And I, I, I do think it's a good roster when you when you put that all the whole roster on on paper. I'm not mad at the roster. Um, it's just going to be a matter of mixing mixing the lineups in mm-hmm. and seeing how they operate together because not many of these guys have played with Cade to be honest he hasn't no. played with, up until the summertime he really hadn't played with Ivy even has not played with Wiseman a, a, a cent like at all played with Bagley a little bit that uh, his rookie year when he got traded like it's and you know I don't have any questions of whether or not Cade can mix and match with anybody, but um, we you know it, this isn't this isn't 2K. This isn't a matter of just throwing the roster out there and and playing the game like you legitimate these you know guys can legitimately have to play with with each other. So that's my biggest um, my, that's my biggest thing more so than the talent. I think the talent we have now is pretty serviceable so and we have a new coach and yeah definitely uh definitely we have players to work with i think the future is bright i'm just tired of the present like we need to something needs to happen something needs to happen and uh before we go any further foster let's get these bills out the way bro 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's a little quicker than usual, but uh, it works. Um, I like the roster. I think we're young in some areas. I just don't see the a few people surviving, uh, staying on the roster that were here last year. I mentioned those three players. I think Livers has more of a chance to show and prove. Uh, I think Bagley is trade bait along with Killian. And I think they'll take the first decent offer for Killian. Um, I also think Alec Burks, it, uh, to be honest, um, you know, if Killian does stick, I feel like, and then with Sasser in the, you know, mm-hmm. coming in this year, I think that it kind of makes Burks uh, expendable if, you know, we A, we get the right move. I mean, if we get the right offer and if Sasser proves that, like, hey, I think he's ready to get some some meaningful minutes at the next level. I mean, he kind of plays that same role of spark, you know, spark off the bench scoring, um, can play some defense. I mean, it 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 puts us in it puts us in a position to where we can kind of um you know wheel and deal and, and and bring in some you know bring in some guys that that we may have you know have areas in need um but but yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about those trades too as well well let, let's let's talk about roster moves right i'm going to give you a gm hat right you don't have okay. to be play, player specific yeah. But be position position specific. Pause if applicable. Position. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. you're the GM for the you're the G, G, you're the GM for the Pistons. Yeah. And uh you want to make a roster move. Yeah. So what do you do with this current team roster wise? If you can trade uh using you, and you can be specific on who you want to trade, but you don't have to be specific on who you're trading for. You can just use position in that aspect. Okay, so so, so, I would, so I would say that as far as what our biggest need right now, um, I would say is a stretch four. So like a power four. We got we got a whole bunch of big men. Of course, Dern is the is the center of the future. He's a 
true, you know, number five down low post move big man. Athletic, but, you know, he's not about to shoot threes and shoot mid range and all that. So I think that the best, I think that the best, um, I think that the best um, fit next to him would be a big man that, that can, you know, stretch the floor and shoot threes. So um, we're hoping that Stewart continues to uh, improve on his three-point shooting because he is kind of limited athletically. And um, so, yeah, but if I, if I had a perfect, if I had a, a perfect scenario or a, a perfect style of player to go next to um, next to Wiseman, next to Duran, it would be a stretch for. Okay. Okay. And, and as far as who, or, or yeah, as far as who I would trade to acquire him, one of these guards, man, we got a whole bunch of we got Joe Harris. We got Burks. We got, um, of course, Sasser ain't going nowhere, but Burks and Harris. If, if nothing or, or a Bagley, if we if we can if we can swap out um, with a pick or something like that, um, a Bagley to because you know we got we got so many down post down low post guys, Wiseman, Bagley, Dern. It's redundant, and right now Bagley's it's kind of looking like he's on the outside looking in. So, and you know he twelve points a game, seven rebounds. There's nothing to snub your nose at as far as far as Bagley. So. There could well, be a need there for somebody. Well, I want you to keep that GM hat on because there were there's some mock trades that we that we looked up on, and I want you to check them out, Foss. And I want to hear from you. What do you do with these mock trades, right? I'm going to share them on the screen for the people that's watching and I'll read them out loud and you say yay or nay. And you can say why, if you want to, or just say you're done. Cool with that. Yes, sir. Okay. Denver nuggets. They call you foster and they say, Hey, we got Michael Porter jr. For bogey. What are you doing? I love it. <laughs> um, I, I love it because it'll never happen. But hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Denver hangs up in our. Yeah, well, they called us, so I guess they're they all about it. But um, it's just what if you know wishful thinking. Yeah. I mean, uh, we obviously we definitely get younger at that that three that three slot. Um, Michael Porter is is a great shooter, of course. Uh, is that your like stretch said, four? That's the thing, though. That's, I, that's now. That's not his position. He's not a defense. He's not really a defensive guy. He's a three certainly, yeah, certainly can't play the four. Um, but like I said, great shooter. We get younger. We get younger at that wing position. Obviously, Asar. Maybe you adjust him. You 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 got you would have to adjust and play with the rosters for sure because um, because Asar and Joey Porter, do, Michael Porter, do play the same position, um, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not mad at throwing in Alec Burks to make it work just because we do have uh, a lot of depth at the guard position. And, uh, and I like the fact that the the 2026 pick is lottery protected. So if if for whatever reason, we're still not ready to make the playoffs come 2026, they can't take that pick. My God, I hope it's, uh, (laughs) 
I hope that's not the case. Okay, we have one. Uh, we have a couple more, Foster. You're not off the hook yet. So, okay. The next scenario: you get a call from Cleveland, and um, I have some bad things to say about Cleveland's, but I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, you get a call from Cleveland, and they ask for Alec Burke for Isaac Okoro. 2025 second round pick, 2026 second round pick. What are you doing, Foss? Okay, so I, I'm I'm struggling to read it. So they're giving us all these picks, or are we giving pick to the for all oh, for all those picks? Mm. Yeah. You know what? I'm not a big Isaac Okoro guy. The one nice thing I can't say about him is I think he is he does play some defense. Um, he was a lottery pick, actually, or he was a first round yeah, pick. Well, I don't know if it was lottery, but he was. He was um, he's a lottery and he, pick, and he has not um, really proven much. Uh, damn. I, I mean, I do like the fact that they are just giving. I mean, these picks are kind of just you know whatever. <laughs> they're they're too much. They're, 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 there's no way these happen. But it's good to imagine and. You might they might call you for a GM job and you might need an assistant. Yeah, so. I mean it, they give it gives us depth at the at the three position because I did say we didn't have much defense um at the three. Um and they're throwing in these miscellaneous picks that I guess we can flip and throw into another trade as well. But I'ma say no. I like I like Alec Burks. I like Alec Burks, and I think that we can do better. I think we can do better for Alec Burks than that. There you go, Foss. Don't be a pushover, bro. I, I was thinking. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Hmm. The Knicks, they hit you up. They say, hey, we got Evan Fournier and a 24, 2024 first round pick. Top 18 protected. So only 19, almost a second round pick. For bogey, what are you doing? Um, nah. Uh, the the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me, for well, first of all, first of we got too many guards before before Fournier. Yeah, before Fournier went to New York and Tom Thibodeau ruined him as a player. Um, <laughs> this would have been a more linear move. Um, but I just have no idea what Evan Fournier has left because he has not played. Uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't played since he got traded from the Magic. So, um, as far as player for player, I mean, Bogey's averaging 20 points a game. We know what he's bringing every day. Evan Fournier, I feel like the only the only nice thing about that is I think his contract is expiring, so we would only need him keep him for a year. But nah, nah. And then the fact that. If for whatever, if for some ridiculous reason the Knicks, who I think are pretty good, if they don't make the playoffs, we we don't get the pick. So I, yeah. I, I think we would be safe on the pick. I think we would be safe on the pick because I feel like they would be they would be damn good with with Bogey. But it's kind of risky considering Fournier is basically. He might ride. He would. He might ride the bench in Detroit if he came here. To be honest, so nah. Once again, I think, very, very guard here. Yeah, and he's and and because he's so bad defensively, 
you can't you can't even move him down to the three because I mean Fournier is six seven. You know he's he's tall enough to maybe play the three, but defensive wise, I think his best position is the two. So um, now once again, I think we could do a lot better uh, for Bogey. Foster, you drive a hard bargain at this GM position. I think you've gotten arrogant. This is the last one, though. Okay. This is the last one. We got one. I like, I like that first one, though. You, you One out of three isn't bad. But here's the fourth one. And final. See, they keep, keep trying to trade my dog, Alec, man. The Memphis Grizzlies, they call Foster and they say, hey, we got Brandon Clark and Zaire Williams. Hmm. Give us Alec Burks. What are you doing, Foster? So I like the idea of Zaire Williams. I, um, I'm i not terribly familiar with him, but I know he is a wing. He was a – I want to say he was a, um, a first-round pick, and he's a ceiling guy. He's a guy that we know hasn't reached his peak and possibly could reach his peak in the right, in the right situation. And um, obviously it, it – it covers a need as far as that that three position. Um, Brandon Clark, I think it becomes a redundant thing because he's just another low post, um, exciting, fun play to watch. He's a big dunker and all that, um, but I think that he is a little bit redundant as far as all the, the power forwards and big man because I don't think he stretches the floor very well. I'd have to do my research. Actually, I'm going to try to do my research Okay. Okay, little Reese. Do your research, right. bro. Right. No. Oh my God. No. He's nah, yeah, he's terrible at stretching the floor. Yeah, nah. So he's just another bagley, honestly. He so you're just, saying no to that one as well. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's two for be, one, that, Paul. That might be the worst one. No. <laughs> Okoro. Yeah. No, no, I think it's somewhat it's somewhat intriguing, but uh, maybe at the trade deadline, maybe at the trade deadline where we know that because I think Burke, do you know what contract Burke is on? I'm not 100% sure. I do not. If it's expiring or not, or if you got it, because I know we resigned him, so I don't know if it, we resigned him for one more year, but we could be looking to move, you know, we could be looking to move him, uh, with this contract expiring. So, um, I don't know. He's getting, oh, he is getting, he's getting up there, and we got Sassers in the rear. We got, we got, Pause. Sasser in the rear, but uh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> but um, so yeah, we'll see. It's it's all right now. It doesn't look appealing, but uh, ask me in a couple months after watching our guys play and to see where we're at in that whole you know playoff picture situation, and I may have some different answers when it comes to these trades. So we will see. There you go. Foster is your GM, and he had made a few calls. He told you who he would trade for. We gave him some mock mock trades. He turned them all down except one. Except for the first one. That think, first one looked good. I think you'll I think you'll be a good GM one day, man. And if you ever need an assistant, man, just you know, I'll let you man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's all I need. Just a few. Just a few. Um <laughs> I have a big question, Foss, uh, and maybe you can break it down for me. What are we doing with Wiseman? What's his ceiling? What's his floor? 
Okay, so I definitely think that Wiseman is going to get an opportunity. I, I, I think he, I, I think he's definitely getting an opportunity to play. Like it, I, I feel like Wiseman and Bagley were are kind of like right here as far as, you know, whatever. But I do think that Wiseman is going to get that look just because he's the new trade addition from last year. And I want to say Weaver was looking at him in the draft. He was he had his eye on uh, Wiseman in the draft. Um, the year that he came out, I, I want to say that he had his eye on him. So I, I think that Weaver is is looking to see if he can be the spark and be the, you know, be bring Wiseman to what he could have been had he went to a better, a more comfortable situation. So um, as far as the ceiling, Sixteen points, maybe a game, is a ceiling. Not saying that that's what my predictions are, but um, sure. I, I do. Sure. I do think that um, he has some potential. I mean, he's he's a he's a seven footer and you know, not much of a shooter and a little on the clumsy side in my from what I can see. But he was not a lottery pick. You know, he was not a lottery pick by accident. There there was some reason, and just hopefully we can find some minutes for him. Um, and in the, in the meantime, uh, boost uh, Bagley's trade, you know, is his trade stock because I think we got too many. I think we got too many big men. We we just paid Stewart. So Stewart is, is around for the foreseeable. Yeah, he's around for the foreseeable future. So we got to got to got to fill in, fill in some of these gaps we got. I think. If you look at the core, right? Yeah. And and when I say core, I mean you have four people that you've invested in uh draft wise. Durin, right? That's one. Arsir Thompson, two. K Cunningham, three. And Ivy, that's four. It's almost a whole starting lineup with three years or less of playing time. I'm going to say two because K didn't play much last year. We played, what, five games? Maybe? So one year of experience, Loki. <laughs> so I think the most, everybody's going into their second year just about. Um, except for Thompson, he with him being a rookie. Brand new. So it's like, if you can, I think the key thing is if you if Thompson can be a double-double guy, and I'm talking it doesn't have to be 17. It could be 10 points a game. It could be 10 points, 10 rebounds. That's a win. I don't think you can that's average 10. That would be, that'd be a lot. At, at, that's asking a lot far as rebounds, but 10 points, I, I don't think that's asking a lot. Yeah, I'd like it'd be nice if he was around that. Around 10 points, probably about five or six rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. A couple steals. Yeah, that's that's Two gonna be assists. where it comes in. It's a couple assists, yeah. Some blocks, so, maybe some blocks. Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a good ball handler. Uh he sees the floor pretty well. He runs the floor well. He's a good finisher. Uh, 
He's a he's a baller. And then you got Ivy, uh, Cade. I I'm, I'm I just want to see Ivy and Cade on the floor at the same time playing a lot of minutes. I don't even remember it honestly. <laughs> like that was such. I, a... I want to see them on the floor for a good amount of time. You know, for for a few games and see what we have because we yeah. didn't get a chance to see it last year. And I haven't heard anything. What what does uh when does camp start? Early October, I think October first, maybe it's around there. I, I I think I sent you today, but I have no idea. It's it's October. It's coming up, and we at the end of September. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's coming up. I tell you what, Foster, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. So one of these early games, I'm gonna get tickets. Going to get tickets. We're going. We're going to sit up close and personal, and get a good look at this team in person. Like we can watch them up. Yeah, we we can watch it on TV all day. But I'm going to get us tickets. We're going to check it out. We're going to check out a game or two, and we'll see what happens. I also, well, I want to say this on online, but. Hey, don't encourage. I want to give out details, but I I do know somebody that can get us some tickets as well. So okay. even but push come to shove, if I if I had to buy them, I will, but I, I gotta I gotta hook up. Okay. So okay. I um I just realized at the end of the season last year that uh that that was a possibility. I actually went to a game at the end of the season uh for free. So oh okay. Still okay. that person is still doing their thing. So and it's not nothing illegal. They actually work there. So do it. Do your homework on knowing the plug. <laughs> yeah, man. It's nothing illegal. There's not a scalper or anything like that. They actually work within the organization. And okay. you know what I'm saying? I don't know them personally, but I know somebody that knows them. And that's how, you know, it's like third, third hand. So that's all you need. But they're still there. So I can I, I can get us in there. But even if they don't, like I said, I just I'll just buy tickets. I'm expecting better things than last year. And that's not saying a lot. We won 17, 17 oh, yeah. games. It's really, it's really not. But hey, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun this year. I just I just pray we stay healthy, man. That health is everything, man. Now, I just mentioned the record. It was 17 and 65, correct? Yeah, so I'm like, it was 17. I know it's 17. That that 17. sticks out in my mind. It's at 17 yeah. wins. I think they play 82 games. Um yeah. Not sure. I don't know if it was 72 or 82. Yes. Did they decrease it? No, it's, it's 82. It was 72 the COVID year. Okay, it. so it's still 82. So they went 17 to 65. Yuck. What is the ideal number for the Pistons? Ideal win number for the Pistons this year? 30. 30 somewhere a bust? So we're in that 30 range. I mean... Yeah, at this point, how many how many lottery picks are they? And how many of the picks are they going to screw us over on? We've got to remember where we drafted this year, and we had the worst record. The worst. We had the worst record, and we picked seventh or something like that. Yeah. Now at this point, I love the pick, and I and I wouldn't want anything other than who we got. But it, it's time to start at least you know thinking about the playing, like at least you know sniffing it, like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Make some, uh, make some noise. A little, but you know, a little bit of noise, man. It's a little bit of noise. I, I, I hate this. I hate to say it, but 30 games is still nasty work, bro. It's nasty God. work, but it's double. But but 34 is double the last, you know. Can and, we and win the, 40, man? Come on. let's 40. Let's, whoa. Let's, four, let's get yeah. back into the spirit. Let's, let's go. 40, 40, bro. I think 40 wins gets you fourth in the East. <laughs> Just might. I had to look Just at the, I, I'd have to look at the standings, but. 40, because uh, I feel like some of the guys, you know, some of the teams that, that roll into the playoffs uh, are like 500 because 41 and 41 is, is is 500, right? 82 games, 41, 41. Yeah. So. And you know what bothers me the most? What's that? Is that Cleveland is so good. <laughs> like. Until Mitchell my buddies, I, I got I got friends in Cleveland. So. I, I I definitely have to talk bad about Cleveland, man. I don't like those. They got all the same kind of houses in Cleveland. All of it looks, all of them are colonial style houses in Cleveland, man. I can't stand Cleveland. I'm gonna talk bad about Cle- Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Cavaliers. I can't stand them, man. I'm not Cleveland. Well, they're not the Indians anymore, but. They got punked in changing their logo. But them two don't like them. And I hate the fact that Cleveland Cavaliers are so good without, I mean, I expected them to be good when they had LeBron and yeah, uh, they only got one championship with him. Kyrie. That, yeah. well, that's that's, that's uh, another story. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they only had one championship, had the greatest player in the world, one championship. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying we had one championship with Chauncey. But anyway, it's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but Cleveland is really, really good. They are really good. Um, and I I can't stand it. I can't stand it. They blew us out every time we played them last year. Oh, we were we were bad last year. We were real bad. Last year. And you know what, Foster? You know, I the the Cleveland I'm in Cleveland, we going. Man. We going I'm to the, the Cleveland game in Cleveland. We're gonna go to, to one of those. We're gonna go to an away game too. How about that? I'm with it. I'm with it. That's down to you know, that ain't it's it's not down the road, but it's you know, it's about it's a three two hours. and a half hour drive. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. We you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and just, you know, catch a game, drive back the next day. Stay in a colonial. <laughs> Stay in one of them colonials Airbnb. <laughs> Remember that do time your, we got hey, the do your research. Go, Every go, time go, we go. got that nice Airbnb and it was a cemetery in the backyard. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was, I mean, the whole kind of neighborhood was kind of trapped out, but the, the house was beautiful. The house was beautiful. The, the next street over, though, was, whoa. <laughs> Felt right at home in Detroit. Like that. <laughs> Cleveland looked like the whole east side of Detroit. All of Cleveland looked like the east side of Detroit. All of them. All oh, of them. Colonial style houses. All of them got the same kind of house. But uh, one thing I did notice about Cleveland, I ain't going to go into. Summertime is beautiful. Like, right by... Right by the lake, uh, on the way to the mall. I, I mean, they were out there barbecuing. They had people, people just under the shelters, and 
And we go to the mall. Me and Steve went to the mall. There's a band playing in the middle of the ball, mall, a rock and roll band playing in the middle of the mall. It was it was crazy. I'm like, yeah, this I'm not that's, used to this. That's the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, but enough of them, man. Enough of them. Yeah, yeah, we gave them too much talk. We gave them too much time, man. Foster, we gonna get out of here, man. We almost had 50 minutes, bro. And I, I mean, this is an a, a, a preseason. I mean, a season preview of what's to come. Uh, when camp starts and when preseason starts, you'll see us more with the post game podcast. We'll be doing more. Um, and when the season starts. The plan is to be on once a week, not every game. It's 82 games. <laughs> we'll be on here. <laughs> we'll be on here four or five times a week because they play uh, a lot of games. But what we'll do is we'll have a set day and we'll talk about the games during that time span from the last time we met. And we'll talk about roster moves or uh, we'll talk player grades. We'll talk outlook. We'll do all that one once once the season gets in full swing. So, that Foster, you got anything before we get out of here? No, nah, man, I'm excited for the season, man. I've been itching. You know, I've been itching to get a show in uh, at you know soon. So I'm I'm excited. This this little discussion definitely uh, got me ready for the season. I'm ready to watch some basketball right now. To be honest. But we'll get into that, and basketball season's on the way. We out.